most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio. Your real talk is your real 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Check out SeanTGreen.com and click the Amazon link to support The Green Room. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, it's the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! Alright everyone, welcome to The Green Room. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. Feel free to give us a call at any point in the program, 323-203-0815. We'll be here every Thursday, 8 o'clock. I'd like to welcome onto the program my main man, Casey Fay. Casey, thanks for coming on. Booyashka! <laughs> I, I was trying to do the Logan thing, just All mixing right. it up. Just yeah, I see that. Yeah. I, or, I mean, I hear that. <laughs> I think I made up a word, though. I think I was trying to say booyakasha, but I did a, a, a messed up version of that. That's all right. Yeah. Hey, you went with it. That's what Logan does. Patent pending. Yeah. When, <laughs> whenever Logan gets a, a feeling as far as how he's going to intro himself in the show, he doesn't second guess himself. <laughs> he doesn't second guess he himself. Just, he just knows, hey, this is what I do. This is how I'm going to say it. You know, it's it's always something interesting, always a little urban. Like Logan likes to reach out, <laughs> reach out to our urban audience. You know, he'll say something like, hey, do what it do. <laughs> Uh, Logan, the gift that keeps on giving. Well, we'll be hearing from Logan. Unfortunately, he's not able to make it to the show. He's got this new job, work in production, so it's not working out right now. But I was able to get a tape piece of audio. We we sent Logan out. Well, I, I just basically had Logan read Tiger Woods' text messages, so stick around. <laughs> that can't fail. Stick around for that. It is pure comedy. But I feel like I would be remiss not to start the program off with this. It's personal. It's sports news, and I feel like we just got to start the show off talking about Let's it. Let's do it. Uh, what do you have for us? Donovan McNabb has now been traded to the Washington Redskins. There's an agreement between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Redskins, an agreement in principle that will make McNabb a Washington Redskin. The two sides had been discussing Washington's second-round pick, a 2010 selection near the top of the second round. They're still finalizing the language. But the trade now has been agreed to, and Donovan McNabb, in the biggest move of the offseason, is now headed to Washington in a trade that will reshape the future of both franchises. Can I just say before we get into it, just watching you listen to that clip, <laughs> you're shaking your head, your body posture changed. I, I was shaking my head because... You're a broken man. Casey, there's a reason they call him a franchise quarterback is because he's the entire franchise. Yeah. He's the quarterback. He's he's the reason that the Eagles have been competitive for the past 11 years since they got him. Day one, when the Eagles fans, they, they showed footage of it once again of all these Eagles fans dressed up in their Ricky Williams jerseys that they had <laughs> naively went out and printed the night before, you know, with their spiky shoulder pads and face paint, booing Donovan McNabb. Look, they didn't realize that they were booing the greatest quarterback to ever put on a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. And yes, I'm Jaws. calling out you, Ron Jaworski. Jaws, uh-oh. Wow. You and your crappy mustache. <laughs> Ron Jaworski wished he had half the heart that Donovan McNabb had. Donovan McNabb, I remember Donovan McNabb as a quarterback who broke his ankle and then still threw three touchdown passes yeah. against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Sure, they weren't great, but still. Yeah. 
I don't know if I could throw a touchdown pass with a broken <laughs> ankle, Casey. I'm I'm willing to admit that. I'm man enough to admit that. He didn't win a Super Bowl. That's why that's why they got rid of him. He didn't win a Super Bowl. You, well, who has uh, won a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles in the past since 1960 when they won an NFL championship? Who has won a Super Bowl? No one. No one. The entire team is a bunch of losers, all right? And I love them. <laughs> I love them for that, all right? But that's no reason to get rid of the best loser. All right, we got a phone call coming in. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, what's up? It's Mustafa, yo. Oh, hey, what's up? This is Mustafa. He's a uh, comedian around L.A., funny guy, and also diehard Redskins fan from the D.C. area. Mustafa, give me your reaction when you've heard that Donovan McNabb is now... This is the thing, this is the thing. I'm, I'm now in the acceptance mode, like I'm comfortable now. Like I really beat myself up for a couple of days. Like, I was really pissed, very down. I was I was in a funk because I just, you know, cause, you know, that just killed my, he killed my spirit, man. It just has, you know. Just, you know, this year I was all, my hopes are high. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to go through the draft. We're going to get some linemen. We're going to do this. Did the first move. You went and got this little tackle. I was like, all right, cool. Then we got Larry Johnson for cheap. I was like, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, oh, can you turn? I don't know. Yeah, you good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, we're thrown off the air. Like, Thanks a lot. I'm good. I'm like, all right, then we get Willie Parker for cheap. Now, you got to understand, these are two premier backs that we got for cheap. I'm thinking good, sweet. And you have to know our history. Mm-hmm. We've always made flashes, but this year we're like slow and steady with the rain. Right. No big you free know, agency signings, people. no big names. Yeah. No big names, no no fat contracts. I'm, I'm sitting, I'm I'm on my way to the, to, the, to the comedy store, and then my phone just starts getting taxed. <laughs> It's like 9-11. Everyone knows where they were when they heard the news. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I get off the, off the bus and I'm at the store. People walk up to me like, yo, congratulations, congratulations. What? <laughs> you got Donovan McMahon today. And my face got stoned. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, are you serious? Because I was thinking to myself, the dude's 80. Okay? <laughs> I've seen him. <laughs> when we beat them, you know, and people go, Jason Campbell isn't good as, 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 Jason Campbell swept him two years ago, actually. You know, but to be honest, he's probably better, you know. Oh, you know, wow. Donovan threw a couple of balls into the dirt, you know. I mean, this is me initially, okay? This is right. me initially. Right. what I'm thinking. You're, you're, still, you're still a Redskins fan reacting to having the eagle on your yeah, team. He's, he's torn in Achilles. He's, I don't know how many injuries. His it's, crap it's sheet is ridiculous as far as injuries go. <laughs> He's pouring hits, running out of bounds. I mean, nobody's touched him. He's got hurt. He hasn't finished the season. You know, I'm just thinking to myself, oh, my God. Then I start thinking about Bruce Smith, Deion Sanders. For some reason, I start thinking about Michael Jordan. Like, everything broken down comes to D.C. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. I don't know. what. So I'm just sitting here, and people are trying to pump me up like, yo, and then you ain't helped me dropping stuff on my page. And I was really hot. I was not really trying to hear Yeah, I was trying to – at that t- my first reaction was ju- just trying to embrace it. Like, yeah, we got rid of him. But no, I, after after contemplating and thinking about it, I'm, I'm pretty bummed up. You have, you, have a, you, have, you have 11 out of the first, what do you call it, uh, 42 picks in the draft? It's some, some crazy number. Yeah, they own the draft. They they draft. Deal. You guys are going to be, I mean, you may suck this year. Because you are. It just is what it is. You are. But if you look at the long term, you guys have... 22 picks, I think, within the next two years. All right. It's insane. That's a whole new football. So, Mustafa, uh, let's get down to it. Will, 
Who will win more games next season, in your mind, the Eagles with Kevin Cobb at quarterback or the Redskins with Donovan McNabb? The Redskins will win more games. This year we are built to win this year because they are not trying to rebuild. Snyder looked at the fan base. He were putting in signs. Short term, we will beat your ass this year. We will sweep you this year. Now, All right, well, <laughs> you guys are going to mop the floor with us in about three years. It's going to be so disrespectful. You might go on a route and win multi-Super Bowls, depending on who's quarterbacking. I have a feeling it'll be big because we all know Cobb ain't going to make him happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know how, I don't know how Kevin Cobb feels about that, but all right, all right, Mustafa, thanks for calling in, man. All right, man. I'll like all right, check, check out Mustafa, right. L.A. Comedy. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy to me. I like these Redskins fans who aren't on board with it. That's what I I don't get. Like, yeah, I, I can see talking myself into it as an Eagles fan. I'm I wouldn't be pumped about it. But like, uh, I mean, what's the knock on on Donovan? Like, yeah, he he didn't have good quarter or he didn't have good wide receivers. Redskins don't have good wide receivers. Like Mustafa is excited about what Willie Parker and uh, Larry <laughs> Johnson. Like he's cool with those guys. But a guy well, who legitimately makes it to the playoffs in the NFC title game almost every year is like ah. I mean, it's yeah, it's got to just be divisional hatred. That's the only thing I can. Did you Five. Did you break something? Over no. There? <laughs> that that was when we did the old talk show. The the producer, the only note he gave me was don't bang on the table. <laughs> so now I feel like I'm I'm totally free and uncensored. I can bang on the table. Five NFC NFC championships in 11 years. And yeah. You want to get rid of that guy? I think well. Andy Reid. Obviously, he claims that he wanted him to stay at least for another year. Just let the man – what happened to loyalty in this country? What happened to pride or any sort of just – out of just simple friendship of this guy made you. This guy made Jeffrey Lurie. If if Donovan McNabb would have failed, the the, the franchise as a whole before, before Donovan came around was not doing well. But don't you think that's why he went to the Redskins? I mean, it sounded like he could have gone to – Buffalo or, or Oakland, but Andy Reid was like, no, I want to put him at least Right, in a, no, yeah, Andy Reid was, I guess, quote-unquote, did the classy thing. But and surprisingly, how classy, not, I guess, how classy, but surprising that he did it, because usually they say, we'll put you anywhere, but you like with Brett Favre originally when he wanted to, when he wanted to get out of Green Bay or they wanted him out, they're like, we'll trade you to anyone but the Bears or the Vikings. They just didn't want to see him twice a year. Right, now he, McNabb's going to go to the Redskins. He has the entire playbook for 11 years, and yeah. it's not like Andy Reid's going to come up with a totally inventive playbook for next year. They're going to be calling out Kevin Cobb's plays at the line. It's going to be, I don't know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... My brother is uh, the young, optimistic Eagles fan who, <laughs> yep. has, who hasn't, been, he hasn't yet, weathered enough seasons yet. Hasn't yet been jaded. He goes. He texts me. Uh, Cobb is going to win a Super Bowl within three years. Wow. <laughs> That's the three-year window is him trying to be realistic. My dad. He texts me. Oh well, new era. I hope they know what they're doing. They are. <laughs> I hope when they know what they're doing, give it to the white guy! Exclamation <laughs> point. So you know, I guess uh, we're ready for change all around. True Philly also, fan. Yeah, I also found this interesting. Kevin Cobb, his hobby in the off season is hunting down wild hogs and killing them with a 12-inch Bowie knife. <laughs> wow. And it, basically, what happens is Kevin Cobb and a pack of wild dogs go out and hunt down wild hogs, and he kills them essentially with his bare hands and just with a knife. The only other quarterback on the Philadelphia Eagles is Michael Vick. Obviously, we know his 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 history with how he treats animals. <laughs> the the crazy thing is, I think what Kevin Cobb does to animals is in a way much worse because at least when you're fighting the dogs, the dogs have a chance 
to win. Yeah. I feel like if you're fighting, if Michael Vick personally fought the dogs with a knife, in a certain sense, that's almost cooler. Yeah, there's think, no game involved in that. I think the hard thing is just the naming. Like in those dog fights, there's stuff called like a, a rape tower, or like you know, you just, rape stand. Rape stand. Rape yeah, stand. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I guess if Kevin Cobb was caught with a rape stand while hunting wild hogs, then yeah. Yeah, I just think it's the word, like it's the way oh, they phrase it and stuff. Sorry, I just had this crazy visual of Kevin Cobb, and then I, when I said wild hogs, I thought of the movie Wild Hogs. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> the, the, the the piece de resistance, Tim Allen and. Uh, oh, and you get getting Martin Tim Lawrence. Allen, John Travolta, and Martin Lawrence. I mean, you don't even Was have... William H. Macy the fourth one? That's <laughs> yeah, a yeah. weird combo. Someone <laughs> dropped out and they're like, oh, shit, William H. Macy's available. Oh, man. I just, I, I got to say, as a, in case someone happens to be listening to this who isn't, uh, you know, from the NFC East, uh, as, a, as a Viking fan, seeing this happen and knowing that Donovan, if he wanted to go somewhere, Minnesota was definitely high on his list with Childress. It makes me think pretty high likelihood that Favre's returning because they didn't even they didn't even sniff this out at all. No, they didn't. So they 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 believe he's coming back. Yeah, well, either that or to, you know, Sage Rosenfeld. They believe Favre's is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casey, keep telling yourself about Favre. Yeah. I gotta admit, maybe I, maybe I was a little off on Favre. I <laughs> I was predicting early in the season that Favre would be a huge disaster and. Uh, well, that eventually that it wouldn't work out, and I, I was in my in my defense, I was basing that on how he ended his season at the Jets, right. and yeah, I got to be honest that the fact that the surgery did fix his arm that well, and he came out and had a career year, and of course he blew it in the end by throwing a pointless interception, crazy, yeah, trying to force the ball, yep, classic Brett Favre, but he also did get him to the NFC Championship, and, and the AP's fumbles cost him that game anyway, right, so. really. But, uh, yeah, they slow played him. They got him into the season. The first few games, he was throwing, like, 15 or 20 passes and then opened it up. So, I don't know. I'm already reading, uh, just today, I'm already reading about how Chris Cooley and all these Redskins are just, they're opening up the playbook, and they got this new offensive coordinator, Shanahan, <laughs> who's calling all this stuff. And Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not excited about it. It's going to be interesting. Well, someone pointed out that, I think it was Adam Schefter of the NFL Network, pointed out that McNabb. Name drop. What's up? <laughs> nice name drop. Well, right. Hey, I... I I'm I'm a personal follower of him on Twitter. Casey. Oh, okay, all right. No, he he said that McNabb is 33 years old, and when Shanahan came over to the Broncos, my uh, John Elway was 34 years old with the same reputation of not being able to win the big game. Wow. That being said, I don't think I don't I don't see Washington's the not set up the like Super that. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Th- their team in and of itself doesn't have the same. But same yeah, as a Redskins fan, I'm amazed if you're not excited with this. I mean, yeah, you got to be at least excited because they do have some some players. I don't know if they're obviously they're not built for the long term, but in this NFL, yeah. it's either win or get out. <laughs> win or go home. <laughs> oh man, but let's be honest. The real story going on today, of course, is Tiger Woods returning to the Masters. Yep. I I first uh, man, a lot of thoughts on this. I was watching ESPN yesterday, and he was doing his practice round, and a fan yelled out, "What a great day for golf, huh, Tiger?" <laughs> Yes. Yes, it is, he replied. <laughs> oh, such a classy gentleman. He's ready for everything. What, a, what an insane brown noser. Like, if you're going <laughs> to yell out something oh. to a professional athlete, do we have to kiss his ass that much? Oh, there's so many good things you could yell out, too. I mean, this is the that Right, that's what I was thinking. If anyone, if anyone has an idea out there of something, they would yell out at Tiger Woods during his, you know, dur- obviously his first uh, tee shot of the tournament is over. But if there's something out there that you think would be a great idea, feel free to give us a call. Sunday. I'd love to hear it. 323-203-0815. It's Sunday, the last day of the Masters. He's he's down one stroke, heading into the 18th. He's about to drive. The world is watching. 
you could yell anything. As a comedian, I feel like that's that's got to be one <laughs> of the greatest. That's the ultimate stage. Yeah, that's. I mean, you can crush that. I, I feel like you got to go for something, uh, something short, something succinct. You can't. You're no. not gonna have time to set up anything. <laughs> no, it's got to be just. All right, guys. Uh, we've all f- followed Tiger and his recent struggles, and he did this. But uh, what about the? <laughs> yeah. By that time, you're tackled by the guy holding the quiet sign. And he's he's beating that sign note. Over your head. Yeah, they said Tiger was bringing 70 bodyguards to the <laughs> to the event. 70. A lot of them former like uh, Secret Service agents and. Uh, oh yeah, that that of course. I love how these these arbitrary numbers of 70. Like somewhere they're in the meeting, they're like, all right, 50 security guards. That should be no. fine. No, we're gonna need to increase that by uh, at least 40 <laughs> <Yeah>. percent. Really? <laughs> so 50 security guards were. We were talking. You and me were saying at lunch or something like three would be fine. Yeah. Two guys work the entire time. One guy rotates shifts. It's not that hard. Yeah, there's so many cool ways Tiger could have played this. Like he could have just showed up and had like a smoking hot chicken and bikini be his caddy. He God. could have. Um... The, the, just part of me just wanted him to embrace that the entire time. Yeah. For him to just stand up and go, you know what? I'm not sorry. I love having sex with these chicks, and I love being a bad boy. I love making tons of money, and I love sinking big putts. And if you're with me, then you're with me. Ride or die, Tiger Woods. Yeah, when I was practicing for 14 hours one day, one of the things that kept me going was, you know what? One day I might make enough money where I can have sex with awesomely hot chicks. (laughs) Obviously, I shouldn't have done it because I'm married and I'm pissed I got caught. But you know what? This is one of the reasons why I wanted to get famous. Right. When my dad was forcing me to practice at the young age of five, you know what he told me? He said, one day, son, you're going to crave strange chicks. That's what you're going to crave. You're gonna, I know. I've craved it myself. I'm a known philanderer on your mother. I've passed that gene on to you. And you're going to want to satisfy that. You don't want to satisfy it with sevens. We're the woods. We go ten or nothing. <laughs> We're the woods. <laughs> His dad pumping up. Oh, man. I, obviously, this has been all over the place. But I feel I'd be remiss if I did not play this recent commercial of uh, Tiger getting some advice from his dad in a new Nike commercial, which is kind of bizarre because his dad's passed away. Tiger, I am more prone to be inquisitive. (laughs) I I don't even know what to say. It's just so funny in and of itself. To promote discussion. (laughs) I want I think I think at this point Tiger's had enough discussion about his life. Find out what your thinking was. <laughs> I want to find out. Oh yeah, what were you thinking? We all know what we was thinking. No one needs to know. Oh my God, what was he thinking? That that is, I, I think that's insanely clear what he was thinking. You could say what was your rationale, but obviously Tiger Woods' his dad has <laughs> passed away, so couldn't really give him a script. Right. Obviously his words aren't aren't the best choices or. Most. <laughs> what your feelings are, <laughs> and did you learn anything? Wow, what a way to go out! Right now, I'd like to. I'd like to. I hope my dad. I'm gonna give him a script. Go over. <laughs> just go over different. For different, different scenarios. In case, in case uh, Sean else. got busted for DUI. Okay, Sean got busted in some sort of. Uh, crazy uh, drug mule operation going across the border. Okay, Sean Sean was involved in a hit and run. It's still unclear whether manslaughter charges will be pressed. Uh, Sean cheated on his wife with some uh, some notes, some known strippers. I, I just want to give my dad all these different voiceover tracks to record so that when he passes away, I can really tug at America's heartstrings by playing one of these. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Nike is known for doing like provocative commercials, or at least not provocative, but always, like I guess, a step ahead of other companies and stuff, but I would just love to be there when they when they pitch this idea to Tiger. You know, like, 
<laughs> hey Tiger, uh, you know who? You know your dad who uh, passed away. We haven't, we haven't heard much from Earl. Really on this. hard time with the, the only guy who hasn't commented on the Tiger Woods scandal in the entire fucking universe is Dad because he's dead. Let's crowbar him into the discussion. <laughs> yeah, you know the one guy who uh, may have driven you to make some bad decisions and. Uh, <laughs> You've been missing every day of your life since he passed. Hey, uh, what if we just the have... Joe Jackson of golf? Yeah, exactly. Like oh, I don't know. I just think that guy has Tiger Woods. balls. I mean, I guess he was. They were probably like, "Look, fuck you. You're gonna do whatever we tell you to, since we're not dropping you. So stand there, and we're gonna play something of your dad." I mean, according to Tiger Woods, which who knows at this point, yeah. he's not the most honest guy. What? <laughs> according to Tiger Woods, he approved it because he thinks that's what his dad would have said. Still, don't, just from a simple perspective, the, the whole reason he's in trouble or the whole reason our, people are pissed off is that he didn't think about other people's feelings. Yeah. He didn't think about the, all these chicks that he screwed that he, and just left, and who knows how emotionally attached they were. Obviously, he didn't think about his wife. His kid. Obviously, he didn't think about his kids who are going to one day read about all this. Mm-hmm. The whole reason that people are chastising him is not thinking about other people's feelings. And granted, his dad is dead, but still, isn't this the most – most like just uh, self-focused action to to use your dad's old words. Like what was this? What did they take this audio from? Yeah. Like oh yeah. Um. Before I pass away, I'm gonna I'm gonna create a VHS tape. Uh. You know, just kind of a farewell because I, obviously I'm sick and I, obviously you're not here at my bedside. You're with some uh, whore <laughs> as as we learned. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to record this video for the grandchildren that you'll probably have and eventually um, cheat on their mom with. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to create this VHS kind of as a, as, a, as a memento to you, Tiger, and you being a great son. Oh yeah, let me try to drop some of my wisdom. Oh yeah, and feel free to crowbar it into a Nike commercial <laughs> five years later when you're in trouble. How optimistic of Tiger that he thought that's what his dad would say when he heard of this scandal. <laughs> that he would just be calm and, Tiger, I'm interested in what you're thinking. <laughs> He'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? How you not paying these women off, or how you? He not- almost he almost sounds like Davy and Davy and Goliath, like, hey, tiger. <laughs> yeah, it, remind, it reminds me of that really lame song that was like a number one hit back in like 1999 about like always wear suntan lotion or whatever. Oh just, like, yeah, a guy yeah, giving yeah, like yeah. a graduation speech set to music. Right. Almost uh, like Chris Rock in <laughs> No Sex in the Champagne Room, yeah. where he's just like doing a voiceover of of really obvious advice, like. Listen, think of other people's feelings. I think you just got yourself a YouTube video there. Shoot, oh, look at that. Same commercial, but put the, ti- <laughs> but put the Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock, champ. no sex in the champagne room. Yeah. Tiger, remember to listen. <laughs> yeah. If a guy has a tongue ring, he'll probably <laughs> suck it. All right. Well, let's see. What else? Oh, well, <laughs> this is – we were talking about this earlier. Give you guys a little tease, but Ooh. you know we haven't we haven't had enough Logan on the show. My inbox never, is filling never up. Never enough Logan. I, I, as if there could be enough Logan, but certainly we've we've not had our fill mm-hmm. on the green room here. So with these recently published Tiger Woods text messages, I don't think you really understand the creepiness of it unless unless you actually hear the audio. Oh. And uh, I decided to have Logan reenact it. So here you go. I first off. Uh, I'll, I'll cue Logan's theme music. <laughs> Logan has theme music. Oh, oh yeah, 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 right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Logan's a pretty zen dude. Yeah. Okay, this is uh, Tiger... Oh, All right, Tiger Woods text messages. All right, hold on. <laughs> Goddamn computer. Still worked up about Donovan McNabb. Yeah, sorry. I just... My, I saw the McNabb clip loaded, and I just started <laughs> thinking about it again. You read my mind, Casey. All right, so this is Logan Lysico reading verbatim... 
Tiger Woods text messages. You have one skipped message. Main menu. Listen. I want to be deep inside you. Me too. I'd wear you out. I have no idea. I'd love to have the ability to make you sore. <laughs> oh, man. I'd like to have a threesome with you and another girl you trust. I love how trust is really important to him. Yeah. Oh man, he should have really looked. He should have really looked into these chicks more than just. Uh, do you have someone you trust? <laughs> I know you're having sex for money, but come on, you 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 can find an honest person, can't you? Does that excite you at all or no? <laughs> Good girl, you don't want to take care of me. You're my fucking whore. So you're a girl. Oh, I think you said good girl. Oh, you're good gonna want to take care of me. Oh, okay. You're my fucking whore. Hold you down while I choke you like a fucking ass I am. Oh, wow. Then I'm going to tell you to shut the fuck up while I slap your face and pull your hair for making noise. Logan couldn't even keep a straight face while reading those texts. Wow. I, I got to say, I've, I've heard uh, Logan talk to women before, and this is a step up. <laughs> <laughs> No, Logan Logan would never choke a woman. No, but I mean, just the... I, I remember we were at a party one time, and there were just some girls walking by, and he's like, someone's got to yell something to them. <laughs> Who wants to yell, you You got some fries to go with that shake? And we're like, nobody wants to yell that. You're wrong, Casey. One person <laughs> did, and that person was Logan. I, he also... He's from Texas, so occasionally he'll do some, like, southern charm. Southern charm. I remember the one time... Uh, some girls are, were walking by and he just looks at him and goes oh my goodness but just in this southern twang that was delightful to say the least yeah all right speaking of southern southern charm southern voices are pretty hilarious i came across this clip um now we are moving smoothly from segue to segue here yeah we're doing a good job casey doing a good <laughs> job now th- this clip i came across it's a, a uh, dog owner from the south uh, you'll be able to tell by his accent it's definitely worth looking it up on YouTube. I uh, think yeah. uh, you just search "countryest dog owner," but the <laughs> the audio in and of itself is pretty funny. Basically, you're to set the scene. It's a it's a point of view video, and it's it's a man filming his dog. I don't know why he thought it would be an interesting video to begin with to just film his dog trying to retrieve a ball, but people film a lot of stupid <laughs> stuff. Right. We're we're starting to realize that there's there's no filter. No one's deciding anything is interesting or not interesting. It's just all coming together. So. Here you go. This is a uh, the country's dog owner on YouTube. Today I want to show y'all how this dog he mine so good. I, <laughs> I just love. All right, I mean, from a from a producer standpoint, he gets to it right away. Yep. He sells you right Sets away on up. the log line. Yep. This is a dog. It mines me real good. Yep. I want to show you something. Get that ball over here, dog. Come on. <laughs> let's get your dog. I love how he just calls it dog for most <laughs> of the time. Let's get your ball and play with it. I ain't got no damn ball. Where he done playing over here? There you go. That's what I want y'all to see how good he mind me. Come on, bring the ball back, boy. Come on, bring it on right. You see, he working his way over this way. Bring the ball back, boy. Bring it on back, son. That God, Joe, I'm over here, boy. <laughs> Set the visual up. The dog is not bringing the ball back to him. This is a. It's near the ocean. The dog is actually making a run. For the water, and you can tell this this man does not want his dog in the ocean. Hey, boy, don't go in that damn water. I'm over here. Don't go. You gonna get wet. You gonna get wet. I ain't gonna take you home. Well, come on. He got his damn feet wet now. Shit, dog. Come on over here, Joe. Come on. Let's show him how good you do now. Come on, right here to me, boy. He got to do a little meditating. You know. 
<laughs> he got to do a little meditating. He's selling it for the people that he's going to show this video to later. Like, oh, no, he minds me well. He minds me well. Right. No, he's not He's not a stupid dog that doesn't <laughs> right. pay attention to my commands. He's actually in the ocean meditating. meditating That's right. what he's doing. He's, he's not ignoring me. He's meditating. How dogs he is and all. They have to think a little bit and ponder the whole situation. <laughs> he's really ambitious on how intelligent his dog <laughs> yeah. is. Oh, Joby, what you doing, dog? Joby, that's the nastiest thing. This dog's shitting. I ever seen you do it. Bring your ball. This shit gonna get on your ball. Bring it on back. Oh, boy. All right, so the, uh, oh, the dog shits in the ocean, then the ball runs into the shit, and then the dog lays down on it. No, you making a mess. Oh, good night. Dog, crank that car up, girl. Crank that car. Get me all out of here. I ain't taking that old shit dog home with me. <laughs> oh, man. I got to play that end again. So essentially, this guy, his entire <laughs> his entire film production is ruined. The dog has shit in the ocean and then laid down on itself. So he has to yell out to the woman to crank the car. Crank the car, girl! <laughs> crank the car! Get me all out of here! I ain't taking that old shit dog home with me. Crank the car up? Is that like an, an old car that you have to like literally crank, or is that just a phrase? I wonder. I have no idea. I th- I think it's when you're when you're talking about turning a car over. I guess you're cranking uh, right. it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I was watching this the other night, and by the time I was watching the video, by the time I got to the end of it, I was laughing so hard that I reached the point where I thought maybe someone did a voiceover. Right. Because it's so, I mean, that character is fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, if this is a character, God bless him. I mean, he's yeah. a, screw Tyler Perry, this guy's a genius. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You, you whoa, would... whoa, hold on. What about Tyler Perry? Did you say screw <laughs> oh, sorry, Tyler Perry? Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to upset Casey, he's... <laughs> He's really, really a diehard Tyler Perry fan. Tyler Perry. Oh, God. I'm just into Medea. I'm not a Tyler Perry fan. <laughs> just Medea. It does. Tyler Perry, you know, working in, uh, not really working in show business, but attempting to work in show business and whatever, it, it, some people get to you. You know, you try to go, hey, I'm not going to be jealous. Right. Hey, oh, oh, yeah, there's an audience for everyone. But when you see Tyler Perry has his own studio, Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, literally close to a billion dollars, yeah. and everything he puts out still does very well. I just need to start marketing my stuff to church groups or whatever whatever group that you can get together and kind of just go, yeah, this is good family fun. This is yeah. Yeah, you just gotta find a niche. And it, every, I mean, every five or ten years, there's a bit like he is just he's the our version of Ernest. Like I'm sure if I was trying to make it in Hollywood. Like, as a kid, I loved Ernest. I was like, Ernest right. is going to camp now? Yes! <laughs> I don't know what shenanigans him and Vern are going to get up to. But, like, uh, just now, if that came out, I'm sure I'd be pissed off. But maybe not. Right. It's not so much that I'm pissed off that Tyler Perry gets right. to make a movie. It's just you think of all the creative, interesting people that have unique points of view yeah. that, are no, that aren't getting the money to make their shit because of Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. So I hope, he, I hope he feels good at night. I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. Uh, speaking of family values, Bristol Palin has come out with a PSA, ironically, against teen pregnancy, which is weird because she seems almost like the spokesperson for, for teen, teen pregnancy. pregnancy. Right, yeah. But uh, it's it's worth mocking. What if I didn't come from a famous family? Uh, then no one would give a shit about you or this PSA. <laughs> yeah. That should be the whole PSA. What if I didn't have all their support? Uh, you'd just be another knocked up chick in Alaska. What if I didn't have all these opportunities? <laughs> I love how she's almost like saying, oh, yeah, it's it's just a trainload of opportunities. I mean, when your mom makes a run of vice presidency and literally has no... Embarrasses the entire party. 
but now she's some pseudo celebrity. What is she known for? For having Sarah Palin be her mom, mm-hmm. for getting pregnant and having a kid out of wedlock, and for having David Letterman make fun of her. And the guy posing naked in Playgirl or something. Right, her former husband, Levi Johnson. Believe me, it wouldn't be pretty. Oh, they Pause missed. Before you play. Oh, nice. I get it. Okay, I'm on board. It's it's a weird it's a weird message because it, obviously the Palins are very pro-life. Mm-hmm. So they and you know that was part of the campaign. Try to oh hey look at my daughter she didn't have an abortion like those right. uh, uh, crazy liberals. She didn't use a condom like those. <laughs> but in reality, showing how messed up a person's life would be. If they weren't famous like Bristol Palin, doesn't isn't in a weird way doesn't this encourage abortions? Like, oh my God, I don't have as many opportunities as Bristol Palin. Oh, I should get an abortion. Like, to the people that are already pregnant, I I don't think it's that effective in swaying people from thinking before they play. Yeah, I, I don't think that's gonna catch on. Like, I don't think one girl's gonna go up to another girl like in the, in the backseat in the car while she's making on some guy and be like, hey, are you pausing before you're playing? It's certainly not going to catch on from the male's point of view. <laughs> no one's going to be like, Gary, pause. Are you about to play in there? Hold on, bro. They call a timeout and let's have a pause. Let's have a pause talk. Casey, it's like you didn't learn anything from Bristol Palin. It's like it just went one in, in one ear, out the other ear. Yeah, I feel like I learned a lot from Bristol Palin. It is just bizarre that we're we're just... Okay, like I, I just love the ambition of doing this public service announcement like... All right, we haven't been able to stop unprotected sex since literally the beginning of time. Right. I mean, even if you believe in the Bible, from Adam and Eve, literally, guys have just been trying to get laid. <laughs> right. Literally. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he got tricked into eating the apple because the chick told him to do it. Right. And why did he do what the chick said? Probably because he was trying to get laid. Right. <laughs> so literally, since the beginning of time, guys have just been kind of going along with the flow, trying to get laid. But no, Bristol Palin, you're that important. I could never think of myself as that important to just have this ambitious idea like, all right, I'm going to... I'm going to change the reproductive habits of everyone. <laughs> well, also, Sarah Penn's got like, I don't know, seven kids or something like that. I only know of Bristol. The reason is because she had a kid. This would be like if uh, if like Kim Kardashian did like a <laughs> don't make don't make a sex tape video. Or like don't, you know, think before you film something. Pause. You know? Right. Pause before, <laughs> before you, you record. record your play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now there's something. Oh, man. I guess... Uh, who is it? Reggie Bush? I guess wore that out, man. Oh yeah, they're done now, huh? Yeah. Oh man. Wore that out. What a great term. He just wore that out. I don't know why am I single, man. <laughs> I can't figure it out. You know, I'm classy. I'm couth. I don't think that's uncouth. He's a, he's a he's a football player. The Bible to you is all about one guy get, trying to get laid. Well, right. That was Bush the domino that, that started it, Casey. <laughs> sure, sure, it's just him eating the apple. But come on. Right. Why did he eat the apple? Because the chick said to do it. Why would? Why do you ever listen to chicks? Yeah. Because you're trying to hook up with them. Duh. Yeah. Same reason why all that uh, bread and loaves of <laughs> loaves of bread and fish went around. All the all the guys are trying to get their dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that. Well, Casey. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, really, really cutting blue here. I mean, some moms listen to this program. <laughs> some moms. <laughs> My mom, I guess, when when she realizes we reference her, doesn't like a Bible reference tied in with a getting your dick wet. No, that's that's not her cup of tea. Uh, right. It is funny. I even made note of this. It is fun. Like you know, uh, Casey and I work together during the day, and you know, we'll go out to lunch and occasionally get, occasionally get in a conversation. Sometimes it's just all business, or some, <laughs> sometimes we don't talk. We just listen into other people's conversation, which is really a lot of times much uh, more interesting in LA. than us rehashing our our same old conversations. God. 
These LA guys are crazy. Yeah. We heard we were over here in this one guy's conversation. He, he's talking about like, yeah, my dad he gave me uh 250 thousand uh to start this. Well, basically it's a company, and you know I got to just start making money with this producing or acting or writing or personal training. I mean, my dad even signed a contract, and anything I make up to a quarter million dollars, it's all his. Like he was acting all worried about it. Oh no, the bet the, the reason started, how it started the, when we first yeah, started listening. The 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 reason the antenna went up and the radar got yeah. turned down was he goes, oh my god. I just tweeted that uh, Obama's new health care plan apparently is a 10% tanning tax. Ah, oh, he doesn't know anything about the tanning industry. I already paid $60 a session. He wants me to pay 66 Oh, my God. I think I'm a closet Republican. I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's fine to one thing to like not like the health care plan if you don't want to or believe in it. But for the tanning purposes of it, ah, oh, Jesus. And we live in California. We live in Los Angeles, California. There's like two weeks out of the year you need tanning to tan. Tanning is booming. Uh, That's the crazy part. Tanning is booming. That's retarded. I saw this. Um, I would have taken a picture of it and, and tweeted it or something if I had that kind of solid capabilities phone. on the phone. <laughs> if, if things were going well. Right. But it was uh, – So it said – I shit you not, big bright letters of the sign said solar-powered tanning. <laughs> Basically, it's a tanning operation that has, like, solar panels on the top. So they're like, all right, we're not emitting any sort of greenhouse gases. We're getting the sun's rays to power our UV ray-emitting oh, tanning booths. That'd be so much better if you walked in there and they just, like, it was a building without a roof. <laughs> you just lie down on a table. Right. I mean, literally, it's like, what is this, a far side panel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is, is Gary Larson creating life these days? Is there a, doc, a duck walking out of here? <laughs> uh, good times. But, uh, yeah, when we were, or, you know, we we're talking about girls, and it's funny, like, when we're talking about women or something like that, like, we'll be having a conversation, and we'll be describing a girl a lot of times in L.A., actresses, mm-hmm. Im- comedians, yep. uh, improv actors, or, or just whatever. L.A. has a lot of crazy people to begin with. <laughs> but it's funny, in L.A., you know, we'll be talking about a girl. Oh, yeah, how is she? Oh, pretty hot, pretty good, look. Oh, pretty nice, but yeah, she's crazy. Yeah. And then th- that's not necessarily a deal breaker. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like women, it's the total opposite way. Like, oh, my God, he's crazy. Yeah. Oh, how's his ass? <laughs> like, it doesn't, <laughs> right. Crazy should be a deal breaker in any sense. But in L.A., you're just like, oh, well, yeah, they're crazy, but it's hey. a, It's a descriptive word. <laughs> right. It's not. It's not a. There's no. It's not a superlative. It's not an end game. Like, oh yeah, she's crazy. Never talk to her again. It's like, yeah, this, this chick's crazy, man. Yeah, like, is she crazy? Like, bottles up her own shit, or is she crazy? Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to specify uh, yeah. what kind of crazy. Like, okay, obviously she's into herself. Okay, right. And she doesn't. Okay, daddy issues. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a given. Yeah, she wants to be famous, and that's right. Okay, all right. But all right. So yeah, it's like, uh, what what level of crazy are we dealing with? Like, does she talk to stars or? Uh... Stars in the sky. Okay. Right. <laughs> sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean I to leave you. I, I wasn't trying to, you no. know, let that joke bomb. I was, no, I was, sorry. I was trying to give it space. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to go over space work with you, Casey Faye, uh, improv master. Was oh, that a ladder you're climbing right now? <laughs> no, it's just me doing hands motions <laughs> in the studio. I feel like it gets me fired up. I'm like Jim Cramer, except instead of socks, I'm playing rehash YouTube clips and getting, getting all worked up about it. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of signs and, and stuff that gets. <laughs> Or just crazy people in general. <clears throat> I don't know if this is. I, I'm guessing it's an LA thing, but I'm sure it's gonna. I'm sure it's obviously it's a nationwide issue as well. But I, I'm getting. I feel like I'm getting inundated with advertisements for the lap band. Oh yeah. Billboards, uh, print ads, 
there's there's television commercials. Yeah. It's just, it's just a bizarre state of affairs where in this country, okay, medicinal marijuana is still illegal in most states, but okay, we're gonna it's safe to cut you open, attach a giant rubber band around your stomach, sew you back up because you don't have any self control. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I don't know, it's a weird time, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's become like a thing that you don't even question it. You just like you hear them they're on the radio all the time. It, it almost feels justified. Like, oh, yeah. then she had the lap band surgery. Right, okay, sure. yeah, right, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, when you, okay, oh, it's the only like major invasive surgery that could easily be fixed by basic self-control and exercise. Yeah. Like if I told you, oh, Casey, how's your, uh, or if you said to me like, Sean, or ask me how my obese was. <laughs> Your obese was? Obese uncle. Oh. I don't have an obese uncle, but you know how to do a scene. Hey, uh, hey Sean, how, you know Uncle Roger, your uh, your obese uncle? How's how's he doing? Oh, he's doing good. Yeah, he was, uh, well, instead of getting the lap band surgery, he just had his uh, jaw wired shut. So, he, he you know, he can he can drink food. Uh, liquid, you know, he's on a liquid diet. Is that a, that doesn't sound safe, Sean. Oh, no. The, the thing is, if you had your jaw wired shut, that's much less that's invasive. <laughs> yeah. You're not messing with yeah. internal organs. You're not taking some... God knows where they get these belts that they just strap around your gut. <laughs> not like, you think they're just picking them up from the tire yard or something? Well, obviously, it's a little more sophisticated <laughs> right. than that. But it's still a rubber band just strapped around your around the insides of your stomach. I Obviously, I'm not a doctor, but... Yeah, I know... The only other, like, I guess, um, voluntary surgery that's, you know, not cosmetic, but um, that's pretty popular is the LASIK. I remember when that first came out, that was, like, a, a fairly big deal, and people were afraid of it. And I think even my dad really wants it, but he just wants it because he heard that it'll help his putting. <laughs> <laughs> He's won over by the, the simple thing. Oh, yeah. He talked to guys, and they're like, no, yeah, I'm putting, like, two strokes, uh, two or three less uh, around. And so, wow. Four strokes. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> you don't even have glasses. <laughs> well, who knows? I'll probably need them one day. But, yeah, the, even the laser eye surgery. I'm going to stick to glasses until I can see some test cases 25 years down. I, obviously, I'm not a... a you know, afraid of, of medical progress, and I totally support support medical research. But the lap band seems a, seems a little uh, a little too simple in the sense that it's just like okay, just cut your cut half your stomach off. Is this a pro? Was this Carney Wilson? Was she the first famous lap band? I feel like I remember her going on Oprah or something she was talking up, about uh, it. She was there early. I know um, Shannon Osbourne. Oh uh, right, Sh- Sharon Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne. Right. Sorry, she was she was an early adopter. Wow. But yeah, it's it's just insane. Just insane, Casey. It's the only way to describe it. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more things to touch on. Speaking of controversy, my boy uh, Adam Carolla, he he, um, huge controversy of him. He was he was on his podcast ranting and raving about Manny Pacquiao, basically calling him out for being superstitious for not taking the Mayweather fight. Like, oh my God, he does he doesn't draw his blood. He's you know crazy superstition. Oh, he's mm-hmm. some crazy religion. He's probably praying to chicken bones. And then he went on like, oh Filipino, what a what a crazy country where this is the only guy that you have and you look up to him so much and what you know basically going on that rant. Yeah. Filipino community, Asian community just erupted in anger. <laughs> Blogs everywhere, racist moron Adam Carolla. I, Obviously, as a as a white male, life has been great for me, and I've I've never been the subject of ridicule, so I don't know what it's like <laughs> to be offended by anything. But I, I, when your entire country gets together to get angry at a guy doing a fucking podcast, doesn't that just show the entire world that you have no sense of humor and can't take a goddamn joke? And maybe you are 
as illiterate as he said. I don't know. Anyway, I pulled this news clip just because it's it's funny to hear other people talk in crazy Asian language and <laughs> insert English words. And if that's not it, I'm trying that's to what offend. I'm, I think I'm you trying get a to offend here. the Filipino community. You got a chance here, the green room. I'll, I'll trend this topic. Sean Green <laughs> hates Filipinos. Uh, if you knew Sean Green, you knew that's far from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I love how there's no translation for pound for pound. Yeah, I guess because they use a different system? I, yeah, oh, yeah. Stone for stone champion <laughs> Manny Pacquiao. Nani pound for pound king Manny Pacquiao, ang Italian-American radio host na si Adam Carolla. They, every report pointed out that he was Italian-American. What? Who, who cares? He's American. I think that was Ayon kay Pacman, oh. ayaw na niyang palakihin pa ang issue nung linggo. Tinawag ni Carolla. It's also refreshing that the crazy uh, background music and news isn't isn't only in our country. Oh, I guess yeah. every I guess it's turned to a global thing of entertainment. You just hear these these listen in the background of this music, literally war drum sound. Sure. Nung linggo, tinawag ni Carola na duwag at mangmang dahil sa pagtanggi niya sa mga Floyd Mayweather Jr. na magpa-drug test. Kaya hindi natuloy ang kanilang laban. Nadamay din sa pangiinsulto ang mga Pinoy na ayon kay Carola ay walang ibang mapagkaabalahan kundi ang pag-idolo kay Pacman. Humingi ng tawad si Carola sa kanyang Twitter account matapos mabasa Twitter accounts? Pa ang pag-alma ng mga fans ni Pacman. Um, pero nag-sorry naman. Siguro nagkamalang ganoon. Komedya naman talaga. Komedyante kasi yun eh. Kaya understand lang natin. So you're accepting his sorry? Yes. Tawa lang tayo. You're accepting his sorry. Shall we accept my sorry? Many thanks for sorry, Casey. <laughs> That is funny. I I I was in uh, like Montreal one time, uh, and I remember like it was French Canadian area, and just watching TV just to hear them throw in the occasional English word. Right. Is... Or just watching The Simpsons. I remember when I was up in Montreal. Half the time I just got well, not half the time, but a chunk of the time. <laughs> the time you weren't at a strip club. Right. When we were hanging around the hotel, it's like, oh hey, let's get drunk and watch The Simpsons. And it was yeah. still still kind of funny. You know, learned a little bit. Oh man, this is another another great clip. <laughs> this is – it's another uh, big YouTube hit going on here. Uh, a Taiwanese boy on the their version of the American Idol oh, yeah. goes up and sings. You know, he's just this um, round-faced, cherubic head. You know, not kind of kind of chubby kid. Mm, kind of chubby. He's chubby. Yeah, he's chubby. Real boyish-looking face. And he comes on and just, just nails this song. So here you go. It's, it's definitely worth hearing – and it's definitely worth looking up visually just yeah, to see uh, how strong it is. But it's still interesting <clears throat> to hear. This is like a, I'm guessing, 15-year-old Taiwanese boy. So sad. Oh, first off, we have to hear the Taiwanese Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Whitney Houston, the I Will Always Love You. <laughs> this is a Taiwanese boy. Sounds like the subject to a spam email. <laughs> but the guy, the kid just kills it, man. Yeah, I had to rewatch it. Um, I was watching it pretty late at night. Uh, and so I was watching it. And then after listening to it, because he literally hits every single note, just like Whitney Houston does, I was like, 
is that that was a guy, right? And then I had to watch, and he's wearing a bow tie, and he's obviously a guy, but uh, <laughs> man, he just he, he doesn't look at all like he would kill it, but he crushes that song. I read a New York Times article, and I, I uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I I well, I guess you didn't read the article, <laughs> but I'll correct you. All right, we got a caller here calling in. Caller, you're on the air. Hello? Are you calling into the green room? Oh, all right, he, he called up. He definitely was because I could hear the I could hear your echo in the background. So. <laughs> oh well, whatever. Um, I think it was Taiwan. It was it was a country in Asia, and they did a New York Times article on it. Karaoke is the biggest thing over uh, there. Oh right. Huge thing, and they take it super serious to the point uh, that there's been murders regarding Damn. like people not. You know, basically a barroom brawl gone yeah. wrong, but a lot of it is because of karaoke, like people not following the proper procedure. You know, people cutting in line, people being bad at singing, calling yeah. out the other. There, there's this, there's this almost Latin machismo pride attached to their karaoke singing ability, and they said it's gotten to the point where almost every karaoke bar, I think it's Taiwan, it, it, it could be um, the Philippines, every karaoke bar refuses to include Frank Sinatra's My Way. They will not. <laughs> They will not allow oh, it. Man. They won't. They won't allow it in the in the karaoke system. Won't let people do it. Too much fighting. Wow. They said it's too. It's too. Too much swagger. Too much cockiness. And they just said. And they have so much reverence for Frank Sinatra and the way he sings that if you do that song and you try to own it like Frank Sinatra, bloodshed. Let's go there. Let's bring a boombox. <laughs> Let's play it. You sing it. We'll record it, and maybe we won't die. Oh man, I have a couple experiences. Doing karaoke, I I actually have one recorded. I'll try to bring in the audio sometime. But uh, I'm drunk, obviously at a bar. Yeah. My buddy uh, William signed me up to do karaoke. Signed me up for uh, Son of a Preacher Man. Oh, nice. And I just walked up and was like, Hell yeah, happy Son of a Pre-, and just literally booing. <laughs> We're at this like nice sports bar and just booing people even before I hit the first chorus. Were yelling at me to get off the stage. Oh wow. But like a real man, I I stayed up on stage. I finished the song. Continued bombing. Yeah. Yeah, I did a I did once. Uh, I kind of woke up uh, drunk in a pub crawl in Germany doing uh, Sweet Caroline to a room full of strangers, and uh, I think they liked it, but I have absolutely no idea. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what I like, Casey. I like this podcast. Hey yo. So like, liked having you on. Good times. Man. Where can where can people get more Casey Fick? Uh, this weekend I'm doing shows Friday 11 o'clock UCB, Saturday at Westside uh, Comedy Theater, and then Monday 8 o'clock at UCB. Otherwise, uh, uh, I'm on Twitter and stuff. Look for me. Twitter.com/slash Internet Casey. Thank you everyone for tuning in the Green Room every Thursday 8 o'clock LA Talk Radio. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to, uh, iTunes link to subscribe today. Ah, oh, we almost got it. <laughs>